0: Hi, I'm Pastor Neil. Welcome to the Pastors' Table. Today we're going to be continuing talking about faith. But today, what we're going to add into the equation is love. The love of God. The fact that God is love and how that interacts with faith. So, get your pen, get your notebook, maybe get some popcorn, and sit down and you're going to be blessed today.
1: We're so glad that you're joining us today. We've been talking a lot about faith in our pastor's table, and we're excited. We love to talk about faith.
2: Amen.
1: One of the key elements to operating in faith is learning how to walk by love. Faith works by love. In First John and chapter 3, it says, this is the message you heard from the beginning, and that, that we should love one another. Here's the trouble. We're looking at a world where we're not seeing a lot of love. The trouble is not in the people not acting in love. The problem is they haven't heard about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I know this. When I've really heard something, Pastor, when I've really heard something, I've got to do it. Mm-hmm. I get excited about what I've really heard, mm-hmm. what I've ignored, not so much. <laughs> What's got over my head? There are things, just like every person, you know, I, I can listen to a message and I hear the part that seems relevant to me. And I'll go back and listen to it. It's the part that seems to speak to me that day. But a message isn't made up of that one particular line, or maybe two or three out of that whole 20-minute message, or maybe 45 in our case. Um, (laughs) There's all kinds of other things that get said, Mm -hmm. and I didn't hear them,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and I didn't respond to them. And so it's not about feeling guilty about what you didn't hear, but we have more opportunities to hear. I think we need more opportunities to hear about real love, because obviously, if we look out, we go, what's happened out there? That is not the love of God. Mm-hmm. Sex is not about the love of God, no. no. And so we need to be able to tackle those things and face them and say, God's kind of love is different. Mm-hmm. It's different.
0: Amen. So different. Amen. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. It. Um, it. Well, we've said this many times before that God just doesn't have love but he is love. And, um, I've often used the example, um, you take a chair, a black chair. So we have all grown up learning that that color is black. Like this mug here, it's, it's black. It's got some other colors on it, but the base color of it is black. And we call that black because that's just what it is In, in its essence. It is black. Now, if we had been raised up to say that this color is red, we would be calling it red because that's what it is in the same way that this mug is black and it's the core of it is black jesus our god the father is love mm-hmm. so if, yes yeah, yeah if you if you if you know him if you have faith in him you have his love on the inside of you because you have him on the inside of you. His love is on the inside of him because he is love.
2: That's right. And God so loved the world that he gave Jesus. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And so we see Jesus, more than one occasion, moved with compassion. Like he sees the people. He sees the people in their trouble. Mm -hmm. And he's moved to do something because he's operating. And that's what you're seeing, love happening. Him coming and helping them, Mm -hmm. just like God the Father wanted him to go and do.
1: Absolutely. And the world kind of has this bad opinion of God, but every coin has two sides, right? Mm -hmm. Up and down. depends on which side is up as to how you see. People look at God of the Old Testament and say, oh, that's not love. Look at him killing everybody. (laughs) Right? How many times have we heard that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you're trying to share about the love of Jesus, oh, he loves everybody, this and that. Well, why'd he kill all those people? Why'd he kill all those people, Pastor?
3: Oh, you're asking me now. now. You get the (laughs) toughies. Great, thank you.
1: You're welcome.
3: We welcome you in. (laughs) Uh, uh, The fact of the matter is that, let's roll this back a minute. If you're a parent and you love your children, Mm -hmm. you will discipline them, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you... It, and, and I know and as soon as we start opening up that there's a big can of worms there you start talking about how parents, parent and what's right and what isn't. The world standard today is,, lacking. Well, it's lacking. That's, that's a good <laughs> way. It's lacking. So uh, there, are, there are parents that don't believe that disciplining your children is, is an act of love. Well, you just kind of let them go and maybe give them a little nudge in a certain direction. There are, there's lots of philosophies out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the fact is, is that if your child is doing something that you know is going to damage or hurt them in the future, Mm -hmm. if you love them, you will correct them Mm -hmm. for whatever it is that they're doing. If they're doing something wrong, um, if you love them, you want the best for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you know my child is doing something wrong, I'm going to... uh, I'm just going to let them go and reap the rewards of their that's not necessarily love towards them, Mm -hmm. right? Because, uh, you know, it's going to hurt them or or harm them or damage them. And they might not be aware. They might not understand. And so in that particular case, love towards that child is to say, no, you need to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. And then actually discipline things to to make that a reality for them. Mm -hmm. Now, God is love. So in regards to his children, children of Israel, mm-hmm. um, you will see him disciplining his yes. kids. If, and there, there gets a point in time where if they refuse discipline, what's left?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And as a parent, um, that's one of the hardest things is that if your child is refusing to be disciplined and you're disciplining them because you love them, at some point in time, you there's a place again depending on their age we're not talking to your two two-year-old no. you know there is a place in their maturity where you have to allow them then okay we'll let you go your way and that is very difficult but again if you love them you will allow them to reap some of what it is that they are getting themselves into (laughs) you know as a parent there's there's a place for wisdom in that love to know when that is appropriate when that's not again Mm -hmm. your your two-year-old is not going to I mean they I just want to run outside well you're not gonna let them just run outside that's right and they might be insisting on I'm gonna run outside and go play in traffic well you know that no you're gonna keep them inside and not allow them to do that. There's gonna be discipline. They go over to the door and grab the door handle. Well, there there might be a little tap on the bum there to say, hey, no, you're not gonna do that, because mm-hmm. that's appropriate for the age they're at. Mm-hmm. Now, if they're you know, 15, 16 years old, that might be a little bit different. You're not gonna give them a little tap on the bum, say, no, no, don't go play out in traffic, because they're supposed to be a little bit more mature than a two-year-old yeah, at that stage. Yeah. So the way you deal with them in love is gonna be a little bit different and more age-appropriate. Mm-hmm. But at some point in time, they are going to end up having to reap some of it of what they're sowing and if they have not been heeding discipline you turn them over to that Mm -hmm. again as in a controlled measure as much as you can as their parent but at some point in time they're gonna they're gonna leave the nest so to speak and get out on their own and you have to allow them that so that they begin to see the consequences of some of their actions and so in the same way in a similar way with israel If they continue to refuse God's instruction, to refuse His commands, refuse His correction, refuse, Mm -hmm. and and they're stubbornly going their own way, you can see there's many cases where God says, okay, I'll turn you over to your sin then. Mm -hmm. If that is what you are pursuing and what it is that you want, He will let you go that way. If you're pushing hard for that, well, then you're gonna end up reaping the rewards of that. So, Mm -hmm. the God of the Old Testament is still a loving God. Mm -hmm. Yes. But quite often people are looking at the actions and what's going on and not understanding love, not understanding Him. Mm -hmm. They have no comprehension of what He's doing. It's just the same thing as that kid that says, who gets grounded and then gets upset with the parents. You're mean. You've grounded me. Mm-hmm. Well, are they really mean? Are their parents are mean because they grounded the child? No. The child's upset because they're suffering a consequence for something that they've done, and they have a wrong now a perspective of their parent that's, you're mean. You're grounding me. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the truth with that parent. And so it is with Israel and the way people were perceiving God. They're looking at Him from the lens of i'm being punished for my sin or sin consciousness so they see a loving god through that lens instead of as he actually is mm-hmm. that's the long answer to your that's your a short shame. question there it, it,
0: it's like um it, love if he takes his hand off of the situation um again like you said pastor jason they're given over to the decisions that they're making the, the purest form of love is giving us choice. Yes, yes.
2: exactly. Right?
0: That, that that is the purest form that that is pure love that he's given us a choice to follow him or not. And the Israelites chose not to follow him most of their lives in the <laughs> Old Testament. But if you if with the perspective of love and the Holy Spirit, if you read through the whole the, the Old Testament and and the the um, the prophets' books and things like that, you see God's heart—that right to the very end, He's wanting them to repent and come mm-hmm. back. That is His yeah. heart's desire. Yes. That yes. is that love yes. coming through. Mm-hmm. But at some point, like you said, He He takes His hand off of the situation because they have made a choice, and they end up in the situation that they end up and 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 die, and um, yeah, the consequences of what they've decided. Yeah. I
1: think because love doesn't excuse sin. No. And I think that perhaps that's what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. They're looking for us to call sin something else. Mm-hmm. And if we call it something else, then we love them, and we accept them mm-hmm. because we accept, and and we brush off and we push off, and we say, "Well, you've just you've just made a mistake there.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll get
1: better." Mm-hmm. That was a little and hiccup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A little it'll be like, okay. Yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. And, and I think that's what they're looking for. And then they base acceptance on whether you accept their sin or not and whether you call it something. They don't want to feel bad. I don't think people want to be wrong. And so that kind of is the underlying. And so then they they think that that's what God's all about and push him off.
0: Mm. That brings us back to the, f- the core of what we're talking about here, that the, the interaction between faith and love. So if that person truly has a relationship with God and understands that God is love, when that sin is brought up in their life, they're going to run to God because they understand that he is love and he's going to help them. Because if, if, if you're truly giving yourself to the Lord, not only is he going to show up your sin, but at the exact same time, he's going to be showing you his love and his correction. And that's done in love. And it there's, there's an encouragement behind it. Yes. You have to have the reality of what you've done and repent for that. There's, there's no getting away from that. That You you have to do that part, but there's also the aspect that people don't understand that in God's love He's encouraging. He's lifting up. He says yes. 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 You've done this. Yes, but here you go This is how we change that in you and let me change that in you and it comes back to again to that choice Mm -hmm. We have that choice that pureness of, of God's love We have that choice to accept his correction in our life and that's the faith That's the faith part of life. We choose to trust him and his love, that he has his best for us. I think we don't want to define love by what's wrong, right? Mm. That's
1: where we're going with that. And that's what happens. People tend to define love or find the definition of love through all the wrong things. Like you're a teacher. You know what that's like when you're trying to communicate to children. You can't just teach them from the negative perspective.
2: No, no. You have to show them the way. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, if they go the wrong way I know I need to go back and show them the right way Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: uh, and while I am learning and I have the Holy Spirit helping me God is the best teacher and he teaches so he's not gonna imperfectly teach you he's gonna perfectly teach you Mm -hmm. he's gonna he's gonna model he's gonna show the best way and you model and you show the best way Mm -hmm. and some follow Some need some extra showing (laughs) and showing and showing. And here, let me do it with you Mm -hmm. and and then we get it eventually. Aren't
1: aren't you glad he does it with us? (laughs) Yes.
2: Amen. (laughs) And he's such a, he's such a good teacher. Mm -hmm. He'll show you and it it doesn't, and it doesn't even matter. Like in teaching, whatever area you're in, he'll show you. And he'll give you ideas. The best way to do things.
1: Showing is a great word because it really is rooted in revealing Mm. things are revealed by the holy spirit and when you've surrendered and yielded to the holy spirit revealing of who god is can start to work in your life i think that's where we're going Mm -hmm. especially in this time we are really coming to a place where a deeper recognition of the work of holy spirit in our life has to come has to yes And as we surrender to his work in our heart and our life, and because we believe, the Bible says, God loves us. So because we believe that, we surrender and begin to trust God. And we welcome and don't resist the Holy Spirit on any level. And as we stop that resisting part, he starts to show us things.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I need to be shown more of the love of God.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes
1: because I wanna walk in a greater faith than I'm walking in today. So I need a deeper revealing of the love of God,
2: right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. I mean, his commandments come down to two. Mm -hmm. Yes. God, love everyone. Mm -hmm. And so that's important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's how we should operate. And I think what we see, and where we see the world has really rejected, I mean, there's that obvious thing that the world is is, is in opposition to god's people and 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 christianity or not even that being believers and there's this this opposition but a lot of it i can't blame them no for christians not walking in love Mm -hmm. and instead of using love they've used judgment Mm -hmm. criticism truth and it pe- and no matter, uh, why would, wouldn't people recoil from that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They won't recoil. People ran to Jesus. They followed Jesus. There were crowds. You couldn't, like, get anywhere sometimes, and you'd have to, like, miraculously walk through crowds because they were all, like, s- 5,000 people sitting for a whole day without eating. Mm-hmm. This is the people that came to him, mm-hmm. and that's what love draws.
1: Yes. Wow, that's So
2: wild. if you're not drawing people you have to ask yourself, Mm -hmm. is God's love operating in your life? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It's going to have to start with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Some days it's really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we have to not be afraid to say those things. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It's not easy to love some people. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to love yourself some days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. I think we've got to be more honest about those things and not wait to be honest. Start the today, God, i have having trouble with love. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, there are people, God, you put in my life and I don't like them so much. Mm-hmm. And just be straight with God. Yeah. Be straight with them. I don't want to have any place in my heart where I'm resisting or yeah. holding mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And that means I'm going to have to have those conversations. And sometimes that's not easy, but you know, that's another one of those hard things. Can we say, you know, never mind all those Christians that did wrong and that we're judgmental. How about, you know, God, I was judgmental today. Yeah. I saw somebody in the grocery store. I thought they shouldn't have been wearing that because it looked weird. Come on. Uh,
0: the ironic thing is there is that you said, you know, let's be real with where we're at and tell God about that. The, the ironic thing there is he that's where love, his love starts in our lives. Yes, yes. Even if you're coming to him and saying, Lord, I just, I can't love this person today. And they're, they have gone over the edge here, man. And Mm -hmm. I just, I can't handle this. He's like, okay, that's fine. No problem. Because my love can handle it. Yes. And when we have that trust and that faith in him, that's when love, God himself comes up out of us. And our minds are thinking one thing that, oh, I just can't stand this person today. I got to get them out of my life today. But his love comes up, and that's out, good. and we're speaking that to we're speaking life to them mm-hmm. at that point, yes. and and it comes and that that change comes at that point yes. where you're real with yourself and with God about how you're doing, and that's when he's like, yeah. no problem, I've got this.
2: That's mm-hmm. so good. At, like people don't need us; they need Him. Amen. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, wow. And
2: the only way they're going to get Him <laughs> is through us. Yeah, amen. Through sir. That's good. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> wow, that's so awesome. Oh, I'm excited now! <laughs> Praise God. I, I had such a moment
1: years ago. We were doing a lot of street ministry, and it was such one of those confrontations. And this lady, I mean, my she had wet herself. She, I have a sensitive nose. It did not smell good. She had a massive thyroid type tumor, which she had put a kerchief around. And God said, "Go over there and tell her you love her." Now, that was pushing my limit. Mm-hmm. And, and really, it did push my limit. Yeah. Mm. I knew in my heart I did not love her, mm-hmm. but I also knew I couldn't lie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I could encourage everybody, don't lie. Mm-hmm. That's right. especially to God, he already knows anyway.. <laughs> yes. And so I, I said, "Well, God, if you'll put your love in me, he said, I have." And as I paused for a moment, and I think that's part of it, we don't pause long enough. Mm-hmm. I paused, and suddenly I began to see from his perspective how much he cared for her. She'd been someone's baby at some point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who yes. came into this world yes. precious and innocent. Mm-hmm. And, I, and something changed in my heart. And I just walked over to her, and I put my arms around her. In the middle of the street, and it was one of those days, that, you know. I said, I love you. That tumor immediately... F- I didn't go there to pray for the tumor. God never said to do that. He just told me to tell her uh, that I loved her. The tumor fell off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She dropped to her knees and says, starts... I had not preached the gospel. I had not said a word. All I said was, I love you. I didn't even say God loves you. She dropped to her knees and began repenting. There was a time when she was very young and she got really mad with God. And she knew that she'd been born again. Uh-huh. And she said, God, I hated you. I was so very mad at you, but today I know you forgive me.
0: Oh, wow. Hallelujah. What I is powerful. cry,
1: cried my little eyes, <laughs> my big eyes, too.
2: <laughs>
1: and and it, we, we hugged and we cried together, and the tumor was gone, and the kerchief was now just hanging there because there was nothing there. And she was restored that day. Later on, when we went back, we were going weekly. She was gone. She was so delivered, she went back and connected with her family. Oh,
0: praise praise God. Love praise connects us to God, Amen. God. Our, Our faith us. will work by
1: it oh, wow. And that's what we want you to know yeah. Your faith will work by love And change things Amen. Thank you for showing up And watching with us today I hope you're encouraged